0: Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim and Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick Me Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. Now, the way this story started, I honestly didn't think that it was going to be something motivational that we would use for the episode on Sunday, and this actually just happened on Friday. We have been planning this event called the Female Founders Forum at my workplace over the last two months, two or three months. And very excited for this event. We lined up some amazing speakers, some really amazing female leaders, venture capitalists, investors, business owners. And we had over 500 people confirmed to attend the event, many of whom were paid tickets. They actually paid to attend the event. How much were the tickets? The tickets were like $40, $50, up to $100. Okay, so that's a significant investment that somebody made to attend this event. Yeah, that's right. And up until the morning of the event, which was on Friday at around noon, everything was lined up and going smoothly, and we were excited to host it. But at 8 o'clock on the morning of the event, we got an email from the venue, which was a large tech company in New York City that agreed to host the event for us that they were closing their office due to the coronavirus. No one was coming into the office and they could no longer host the event for us. Uh, You can imagine our feeling. It feels like it's unfair. It feels like how could they not tell us ahead of time. But honestly, these are extenuating circumstances. It's a difficult time right now. The coronavirus is something that nobody planned or expected. A lot of offices are closing their building. Sequoia Capital just sent a memo to all of their companies, portfolio companies, Saying that there's like a doomsday scenario that you know their companies might struggle for a while, there's going to be an economic recession because of the coronavirus. And so companies are acting in a way to protect their employees and protect their bottom line. No one could expect this. But that was the reality that we were faced with on Friday morning at eight o'clock. And the initial reaction was to cancel the whole thing. We thought, what could we possibly do? We have to cancel it. There's no venue, so there can't be an event. And that's what my colleague decided was probably the right course of action. But she first checked with one of her other colleagues that had been planning the event. And that colleague had a little bit of a different mentality at that point in time. She wasn't yet defeated by it. So she said, is there still a way, any way for us to still host the event? We've been planning it for months. All these people are ready to go. Why can't we figure out another way to do it? Just by asking that question, we unfolded for the next 4 hours a series of events that helped us save this conference. We were able to reach every single speaker and reroute them to our office which is significantly smaller could not host 500 people, but at least the speakers could be there. We figured out a live streaming online live streaming solution so that every single attendee could still get the benefit of hearing the speakers talk about the topics they were going to talk about and even though our office was not able to host everybody, the next best option was to offer a subset of the attendees to come to the event live. And we were able to get about half of the people to come to the event live. Everybody else watched it online. And we saved the event. The speakers were happy. The people that paid for the tickets were happy. We were able to have reroute all of the food. You know, it was all hands on deck. And we figured out how to make it happen in our venue, which wasn't originally designed to hold it. Just by asking the question of whether it was possible. How did you guys decide who to invite to come in in person? How did you prioritize that list of attendees? We decided that the people that had paid for the event should have the option to come and experience it. We also know from our experience hosting events that Typically, when people RSVP, if you have a free event, you probably get 40, 50% attendees from the RSVP. But if people actually pay for a ticket, even if it's a nominal amount, 80% of those people will show up. The last thing we wanted happen was for every single person, which was several hundred people, to show up to the venue that was no longer holding it and not know what to do. So actually, I went to that original venue stood outside their doors to make sure to tell every single person that came anyway that hadn't checked their email that morning when we notified them that there was a cancellation, there was a change of venue. I told every single person I apologize and I rerouted them to the actual other location. So we were able to save it by kind of all hands on deck, all being able, being willing to do things that maybe otherwise we wouldn't do in another circumstance. So why did we decide to tell you this story today? especially given the outbreak of this pandemic that most people and governments and countries don't know how to deal with yet, right? We're essentially trying to resolve these issues as we're going along. That is essentially the state that a lot of startups and entrepreneurs find themselves in on a weekly basis. You're entering the unknown and your job is to figure things out even when they get difficult, even when you don't have a clear solution in mind. And so One of the things that will increase the chances of your success is if you as the entrepreneur figure out how to surround yourself with people, how to surround yourself with a team that is able to be resilient, that is able to think about creative solutions that might not be available out there for you in terms of like doing research and figuring out what to do, that is able to be solution-oriented when almost everybody else would give up or take an easier route. And these kind of things, when you have impossible situations, yes, they're unfortunate, they suck, they're frustrating, but it's the best test of any team. We're a tiny team at the Entrepreneurial Institute. There's only eight people on the whole team. We also have some interns that helped out and saved this event. I will say it was literally all hands on deck from eight in the morning to save the event. But because everyone there was solution-oriented, this test proved that it's a successful team. We all added and did our part to make sure that the event would still go on, even if it meant dealing with caterers, carrying chairs, you know, going back to the other venue and manually telling every single person where to go, right? Things that maybe are outside of your job description, but we did them for that one purpose of saving the event. The other thing to remember, too, that sometimes if you are in a state of mind where it feels like something is impossible, maybe go to someone that might have an opposite opinion and ask them what they think. Go to somebody that maybe in that moment isn't as stressed as you are and see what they think because they might change your perspective just like what happened in this case and then it'll change completely the course of action that you take afterwards and you actually might do something you didn't think was possible. The true test of character of an entrepreneur and the true test of character of an entrepreneurial organization is how they deal with issues, difficult issues as they come up. If you think about even larger organizations, large organizations in a time of stress, in a time of a recession, for example, oftentimes will fail if they do not know how to adjust, if they do not know how to adapt to a new environment that they could not have predicted ahead of time. Startups have the same potential problem. Now, the benefit of a startup is you can move faster, is hopefully you have people at the helm that will continue to persevere through a difficult moment until they find a solution. So ask yourself, do you have these people on your team? If not, you have to make sure that you recruit them on your team to increase the chances of your startup moving through the difficult moments and succeeding even when everything seems to be going against it. Thank you for listening to this episode today. That's it for our five-minute pick-me-up for this week. We hope it motivated you sufficiently that if something happens this week that seems like an impossible situation, you will find a way out. And if you can't, ask someone who might be able to help you on your way. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Wednesday.